Bottoms up. Bottoms up. What is this? 37. 37. So what's our pun for 37? 37. You know, I actually was... I thought about this earlier today at work. I was thinking, I wonder if I search funny things to do with 37, I could come up with something. <laughs> but then one of my engineers came over and actually wanted me to work during work hours, and I totally lost track. So I got nothing. You? I, nothing. I, 37 is one of, it's, it's prime, right? Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is a prime broadcast. There. Prime time. This prime is prime time. time. <laughs> Good enough for me. All right. How's everyone doing tonight? Uh, Blotto? Excellent. And uh, we have a returning special guest in the One Shot Studios tonight. It's uh, Hefty. Uh, I mean Lefty. Lefty. <laughs> we'll talk to you about that later. <laughs> yeah. we, I, knew, I knew that was coming. Did you? Did yeah. you? Yeah. Well, we, and, and actually it was reference we, to how good your fantasy football team is. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. More on that later. Well, actually, um, Joe Reezy was talking to Blotto about who was coming by tonight, and Blotto said, Lefty. Uh-huh. But half it's, no, it's noise. No, was it half point? Yeah, ha- half point. Half point. Half point. Half point? I thought it was Joe Reezy. <laughs> yeah, we should do a it little bit more Reezy, prep and have oh, one okay. more beer. It All was right. Joe Reezy. She didn't quite hear it. She goes, Who's hefty? <laughs> <laughs> and so we're kind like, of laughing. At your expense, of course. I actually don't mind and probably resemble that remark. <laughs> so we were saying... That's not a bad nickname. Hefty actually. Lefty. That's uh, not bad. I always had issues with, with, with nicknaming and the, the size, you know? I mean, I mean, it's natural for people to call me Big Al, but it's a pretty deep secret that I'm probably just putting out there. Yeah. And I just... Put, no, you don't like it. I know I just don't. put my name out there. That's all right. But you don't But you don't like the, the big I don't part. prefer it. Right. I don't prefer it. Just, just so happens that I am. So what do you call that? Like, you know, there's there's certainly kind of race connotations, ageisms, you know, you know, is it body shaming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even. It's just. It's just the shaming in general. But I mean, like, if you're referring to someone by way of their shape, you know, what what ism would you call that? Is kind of what I was after. Is is there an ism for that? You know, maybe not. Yeah, there probably. There probably is. is, People smarter than us will figure it out. Some sort of politically correct. They're probably not listening, so it won't matter. (laughs) (laughs) And that would probably be the majority of people. I'm thinking my wife could. Definitely tell you what that is, but <laughs> she's not listening. All right. Cool. Well, how are you doing, Lefty? I am doing great. Yeah, I'm glad doing you great. could make it by this evening and help us out. Uh, our engineering department pimped us. Nobs decided to take a uh, unscheduled day off without giving management the heads up, but that's okay. There will be reprimands. Yes, I think will. he's just training you for when he bows out altogether. <laughs> <laughs> well, well he, uh, he did enhance his home uh, studio very nicely, so maybe he, he's yeah, giving that, us signs that he's ready to go on to greener pastures or something. Mm-hmm. He put up um, sound dampeners and had a, had a big a table. And he did a really nice job. So he's got other gigs besides the, the, the bottoms up gig? But, but it did not... It didn't work as well as we'd hoped, right? I mean, there was still... He's got to cover those floors. He's still, Yeah, it's a hardwood floor and it just echoes. 
He has mm. he had a big area rug down, but it's not big enough. I think that's the biggest reason. Yeah, because the wall should have been much better. But right. Mm. Anyways, let's talk. Well, this room seems kind of nice. We actually get echo down here more than you'd think. But less than what he has. No. And definitely. No, his place, his studio is definitely the worst out of all of ours. Let's just pile on while he's not (laughs) here. He's not here. He's not chosen. He knows it. He knows it. He's going to edit all this out. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk beer. Beer. Okay. Uh, so it was uh, Fred's uh, turn to provide the libation. What have we got? Uh, I kind of fell back to my comfort zone and went with a double IPA this week from Latitude 42 from Portage, Michigan, southwest side of the state. We, we've done other Latitude 42s, at least one other. Yeah, at least one other. And we've this, done southwest Michigan. Yeah. This one's called Party at the Moon Tower Double IPA. Uh, what else? It's Dunkalicious. Dankalicious, I think. Dankalicious. Sweat on the can. And it's a party in a can featuring Citra, Mosaic, Seven Seas, and Columbus Hops. No, you forgot the most important ingredient. Alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is the uh, what is the ABV here? I believe it's eight four. Yeah, eight point four. All right. Well, for a good. pint. No sisters will be kissed tonight. I'm gonna need the bottoms up crew to send me an Uber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know about yeah. Mine foamed right up off the top there, mm. uh, and they've been sitting for a while. So well, these weren't pre-shooken. Ooh. No, I don't think so. Shooken? Pre-shooken? Shooken? Pre-shooken. Shookin'a. 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 Uh, I mean, I'm trying to pour it with uh, not very much head, and I'm getting a ton of head on mine. You're doing a little bit better, but it's a frothy beer for sure. Are you seeing you got a big head? Yeah. Thought we weren't body shaming. <laughs> Chuck Norris has a big head. It does not. I look- got a peanut head. Look like an IPA color again. Once again, I come up with the smallest. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. I can smell the grapefruit. That is danky. So far, I haven't gotten past the foam. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to get to the beer. That's what I mean. No, I'm getting through the grapefruit. Uh. <laughs> no, it actually isn't that grapefruity. No, it's not. And, I mean, and, and you I... you might find it, but well, no, 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 I. It, a, I I like some IPAs. I can find places where I you like, might like this one. I uh, I ordered a a, a two hearted when I was uh, at a show last week. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'll take one of those. Yeah. So it's a fine beer. Um, I thought our colors looked inconsistent. I mean, it could be the glass, but yours looked darker to me. But I. Ours look the same here. It's Fred, the, but he, it's the uh, it's quality got, studio lighting. It's got, <laughs> it's got to be the glass. I'm not. I, okay, so uh, Lefty, what do you think? I like it. I like it. It's not at all what I thought it was going to be because it do, it looks like a party in a can. I can't stand cans like this because <laughs> it's like they have it's a over can the, over and they the put top. beer in it. I'm not a real big can. fan of their artwork. I mean, yeah. I know it doesn't reflect on the beer. But However, I, but I'm however, not a real big fan of the beer's artwork. pretty straightforward. You know, you can tell it's a beer. double. Yeah. 
you know, and actually for a double IPA, I kind of, it's okay. We'll see how it goes. Um, you know, I have found that the double IPAs to me taste less hoppy right. than the than the than a regular IPA. And this falls in that category yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, I don't know what Columbus hops is, but if it's I, I guess that's maybe where the hops are from or it's Columbus, a type Ohio. Of that would suck. Columbus, Georgia, that would really, really suck. Oh yeah. <laughs> Somebody we know works there. But I always think that their their artwork is a little try hard. Yeah, I mean, it was to try and appeal. Label designed by and Rev even, even the, Joshua. A bar, the the party at the Moon Tower is, is is still a little bit over the top, but again, that is not really a reflection of the taste of the beer, and, and so far, so good. Yeah, mm. it's actually a lot less bitter than I expected. That's what I mean by the double, right? It and, maintains the head pretty good, though. <clears throat> it, it doesn't uh, disappear on you, so. You mean like this one that's disappeared? Well, you you managed to pour yours with very little head, actually. That's uh, I think that was kind of odd. Here, let me splash it in there and see if I can get head. It's too late for that. Nope. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, this it's is... just highly carbonated. This beer wants a head. <laughs> yeah. It's just a carbonated beer. Or more it's carbonated. Nitro. So, Blato... We have any uh, fact checking going on this week? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, we do have a couple fact checks from last week. Some of them maybe aren't warranted, but it, it, I still wanted to clear up uh, some uh, some questions that we might have had from last week. The vodka bottle that we talked about, and we couldn't remember what it what the bottle reminded us of, other than the red stripe, but the red stripe reminded us of the other bottle. Gnarl. Gnarl. Because the only reason I know that, because you were drinking one. Yeah, it was my pre-gaming. You pre- were pre-gaming. <laughs> but I looked it up today. Cause oh, did you? On, well, on, on previous um, uh, uh, beer review, you know, Potoms of Beer Review, and I went back and I was like, so it's North Peak Brewing, and yeah, it was the, the Gnarl was the, the brand. But all of North Peak Brewing, that's what their bottle looks like. Oh, really? Oh, uh, Gnarl's the only one I've seen from them. Uh, if you I go believe. to their website, you'll see a whole series. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I looked in the fridge and I saw that the other day. I'm and going, you're like, that's ah. what he was talking about. Because I, I, for the life of me, I couldn't remember what it was either. So, um, The other, and, and, and we didn't put this in the fact check category, but I was really curious about it when you said this. Um, and this was about the uh, magical Mormon underwear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Underwear is a thing with the with the Latter Day Saints. Yes, um, it's magical. No, it's not magical. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> Talk to them. <laughs> uh, looking it up, and it didn't it didn't take much of a search to find information about it. And I'm I suppose there might be some faction that talks about its magical quality. Magical might have been a stretch. Yes, a little stretch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Mystical? Uh, no, neither one. And, and I'll give you a quote from. Some page that seemed to know a lot about this. Mysterious. Explanations both vary slightly and have changed a little over time, but the basic idea is that the temple garment is worn as a reminder of believers' sacred covenants with God and as a way to maintain modesty. So it's really just about, it's a symbol of their devoutness. They don't believe that the undergarments have any magical qualities. It's a matter of their is this the devoteness mo- to 
the religion and to God. Is it like a onesie? Uh, what do they look like? It has changed over the years, and there's not very many pictures of them because they're not supposed to be photographed wearing them. And there's only a few occasions they're when magical. they're not supposed to wear them. Oh, really? Uh, adults. Uh, but uh, the, the ones today are two-piece. But they started out as one piece. So they've sort of evolved with the time. It was probably like a, a un, was it union suits they used to call the... Was it union suits? The one piece oh, underwear? From the Old West and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I picture in my head it being the, a, a union suit with short sleeves and short legs. This is the one that I saw, uh, which was a photograph of an actual one. It was a, like a, a, a sleeveless t-shirt and then white boxers. That's kind of what it looked like to me. Hmm. Yeah. But what kind of magic does it possess? There's no magic. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you, you, I'll tell you what, next week. We'll you, have to ask Shells to come you, you, you come back and talk what the, what the magical properties are. But no, it just seems like it's a it's 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 a matter of their um, um, the devotion to the religion and to God. Hmm. The the modesty of it. Um we seem to have a little bit of confusion, um, or we weren't certain, I would say, as to where Pence was going when he landed and they had all the gay flags, um, they, the rainbow flags. It, right. it was Iceland. I think you said Iceland, yeah, but then we weren't really sure. So it was Reykjavik, and he was uh, a meeting with President, uh, I'll butcher this. President of uh, Iceland? Uh, Flirty, flirty, handy. You know, Johansson. I mean, the Johansson part I know I got, but the first name is G U O N I, and the O has a X over the top of it. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Everything's silent. Bill Jacobson. All right. Sounds like Gordo to me. Wow. Um, the other one that I had. Um, the country, right? Yeah, Fred <laughs> kept it together for part of the podcast. <laughs> uh, part it was of our, early though. Part of our discussion last week um, was about uh, Trump uh, using military money to build his wall, mm-hmm. and I was saying that you know this is a uh, a result um, of the GOP's inability to pass a vote that. Said that he we're not going to allow him to use um, the national security emergency reason, you know, to right. to go ahead and appropriate money how he sees fit, right? right. And that's how this all started. I, I got that kind of wrong. Actually, um, uh, the House passed it, but the the Senate also passed it with twelve Republicans siding with the passing of the bill to limit his powers in this way, saying that border security is not a national security emergency. The problem was he vetoed it. Correct. And then there wasn't two-thirds to overcome. So 12 senators did the right thing. That wasn't enough. Um, or did re- the calculated thing? Well, yeah, right. Uh, and I was—I remember hoping that they would still bring it up for a veto override vote and see where it landed. And McConnell decided not to do that, um, probably knowing he didn't have the votes. Reaper. Um, but um, you know, it's it's sort of a reap what you sow, but at the same time, they at least took a shot at it, right? I mean, there was. 
you know, and, and it was like 59 to 41 was the vote, and that wasn't going to be enough to override the veto. Okay. Uh, but it should have been, you yeah. know. Uh, and then uh, lastly, uh, regarding our cultural topic, uh, we were talking about, uh, I, I don't, I guess you probably would have enjoyed this episode, uh, Lefty, but we did one on Michigan vodkas. And, oh, yeah. Um, instead of doing uh, uh, craft beers, and it's too bad I was out of town. And and Fred brought a um, uh, a, a science project. Yeah, you. It, it was a vodka that you add an infusion packet to for a flavor. You steep it like tea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, it was awful, but <laughs> but Did it brought, you concur. We the vodka out of a potato first. <laughs> <laughs> concur. It was pretty bad. <laughs> you gotta use the fresh potatoes, <laughs> um, but uh, anyway. So we, it, it got me thinking: Can you buy vodka flavors? Not flavored vodka. But, yeah, it's called orange juice. Oh, Bloody gross. Mary's. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. So I was wondering. Bloody Mary's are awful. No, no. Screwdrivers are the worst. Oh, I, bad experience at a very, very young age. <laughs> Have not been able to touch a screwdriver ever since. Um, that that could it. that could be a whole topic, burned by bad uh, tools. Oh, no, mean drinks. Yeah, yeah. Burned at a young age on something and having a hard time going back. Southern comfort. Slow, slow gin. <laughs> oh, slow. Oh. Yes. Confirmed. Somebody please clean the mic off. <laughs> Anyways, carry on, carry yeah. on. Sorry, I got I got visuals right now, but. I'm reliving some pain. Um, Why would anyone drink? That's slow what that's what I drank in high gin. school. Slow well, gin. I did it beyond high school, but why would anybody do it? It was awful. It was so. Dude, can you buy it? I ne- I don't think they I make think it. You still buy Mad Dog 2020, but yeah, that's just cheap wine. Yeah, I mean that's all it was was yeah, just cheap cheap wine. Cheap wine. Uh, so anyway, Boone's farm. Um, so I was curious as to whether or not there are vodka infusion packets out there, or is this business opportunity, right? Uh, Amazon. Uh, of course. Uh, Taro Forma one-pack variety pack infusion blends for alcohol and spirits. Flavor infuser packets for home infusion, seven packets. Citrus, mint, floral, chili, cinnamon, chocolate, smoky. So, but not much. I mean, like this was one place I found that had like these infusers, and then they, you buy a Is kit. Is it the same way with the little bag? Yeah, well, they have like a. It looked like a glass and steel steeper that you put the lower end of the bottle. Like so it was a like basket a basket. Yeah, of it was more of a permanent, you know, kind of thing. But then you buy the, the the packets, and their packets sounded better than the one we had: citrus, mint, floral, chili, cinnamon. Um, chili is, is interesting. Give Can't you bite. buy freeze dried? alcohol now too I don't know put that in the fact checklist I've never I heard of it freeze dried alcohol and yeah. then just add water uh, yeah uh, I thought you could I once bought some freeze dried water but I didn't know what to add to it <laughs> Stephen Wright <laughs> whiskey that's what you should add to it <laughs> uh uh but that kind of reminds me. Maybe you know this already about vodka, but I didn't know it about vodka. Do you, do you know what the other than the alcohol? Do you know what the main ingredient of vodka is? Well, I mean, 
no. water. It's water. Water. So so vodka is is supposed to be basically just one hundred percent alcohol. You ferment the stuff and you get one hundred percent alcohol, and then you just dilute it with water, and that's right. that's it. Yeah. So that's how they proof it. Right. So we had we yeah. had we had a bottle that was forty one. Versus everything else that's 40. So this company decided to add just a little less water to their vodka to make it a, a 41 proof. Oh, hey, speaking of that, we learned today, because we talked up the uh, cucumber mint vodka. Oh, yeah. From Kettle One on, on You were touting that big time. And I love it, but I don't love it as much. 10% less, right? <laughs> uh, no, 20% less. Because... Uh, it was frozen. Right. Uh, Joe Reezy? <laughs> Joe Reezy was making a um, mule. So. A, a mule with the cucumber mint, which is an excellent mule. Yeah. And she pulls it out of the freezer, like you would keep your vodka in the freezer, and it's frozen. Mm. And we were like, what? How does vodka freeze? Vodka is not supposed to freeze. Didn't I just say something about freeze dry <laughs> yeah, Different. No dried part here. And, it, and we're looking at it, and I'm like, this is impossible. And so, like, it's, there's got to be something about it that is making it freeze. And sure enough, thirty percent, not a, not a, not a forty percent. No, thirty proof. No, sixty proof. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Thirty percent, but not a forty percent like like kettle one normally forty, and and their cucumber mint is only thirty. Hmm. Right. That's doesn't it. make it bad. No, but I, it was frozen. She went to pour it. That, that part's bad. Well, it, but it she was you know, denied. Hold on, it know. depends on what your goal is. <laughs> <laughs> it could be bad. Yeah, but like when you're reviewing a beer, you guys are always talking about the alcohol content, and it seems like certain people at the table like want to have the higher alcohol content. <laughs> hey, <laughs> life is hard, man. Other people appreciate the flavor no matter what. <laughs> Although the alcohol does change the flavor. And it okay. does change the podcast. What was the <laughs> what was the one that we we do the, the the brown cellar the brown recluse? No, <laughs> the brown the Spot founders figure. that we did in honor of founders getting purchased. Oh, yeah. oh God, was that was that was twelve percent. Yeah, it that it, didn't taste like beer. That's no, tw- no, twenty four percent less than wine. It ta- it, 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 yeah, there's it wine like less drink. alcohol than that, and you could you could you could taste the alcohol in it. So anyway, I got a fact check. Yeah, what? I just tried a Stephen Wright line, and I blew it totally. It wasn't <laughs> freeze dried water; it was dehydrated water. I bought some dehydrated water, but I don't know what to add to it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Been a while. Yeah. Well, at least you fact checked yourself. I did. Now people are off rushing off to their Google to find all the find all the listeners Wright were ready now. to pile on Fred. And yeah. Stephen Wright. Oh, yeah, Stephen you know, Wright. 70, 72? No, 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 no. That was you know, Sugar, Sugar Bear and I. We saw him at uh, at Royal Oak Music Theater. Uh, I last... saw him about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. You were there. We were there. Did, did he get up out of the wheelchair? Or... He was fine, but he wasn't funny. It wasn't it. it Expectations were too high. I worship that guy right. like mid eighties. Isn't he the guy that smashes watermelons? No, 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 no. that's Gallagher. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that what you're, is that what you're thinking? <laughs> Come on. No, Stephen Wright just says the the bizarre. Don't like, screw with that did, did you know that Gallagher like had a brother, and he passed off his act to the other Gallagher? 
No, I think his brother. There's two Gallagher's. Went out and was doing the act as his brother. <laughs> I think there. I think it was something Fact, more. <laughs> but there's two Gallagher's. <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> That'd be an amazing birthday party. <laughs> two one on each end. Are there two carrot tops? Oh, that guy. There's more than one carrot top. Hey, I had a question. Yeah. Since you brought up McConnell. <laughs> I did. The Grim Reaper, right? The chinless one. Oh, on the, on the, yeah. On the Turtle subject, Man. This whole business with the background checks on guns and all this kind of crap, McConnell keeps saying that he's not going to bring anything right. up for vote unless he knows for a fact that Dear Leader is going to sign it. I always understood Congress would put a bill up for vote, up for discussion, to try and work it, massage it. If things weren't quite the way they wanted it, they would get it to where they felt comfortable with it. Then they passed it on to the president, and then it would either be signed or... Vetoed. Right. I, I don't remember it being... That he's gonna, it, it, he, he's pre qualifying something that's going to the dear leader. Well, when did that shit start? Okay, well, it, it seems like it's totally you're, you're, taking away you're, you're the function the, of Congress, right? You're on the two things there. One is obviously that is not the way the system is supposed to work, right? They're supposed to work it out amongst themselves before they pass it up, correct? And the and the other is throw out the norms and 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 this. Well, I'm, I'm just double-checking because I, I can't recall hearing this kind of thing in years past where, all right, the House passes something, they pass along the Senate, and the Senate says, well, we're not even going to bring it up for a voter discussion just because the president right. isn't going to sign you're, it. You're just following the, the idealistic, I'm just a bill song. I know. I, not, that was my ne- You stole my next point. Back to that song. Yeah, that's yeah. law, right? The song, but there, 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 schoolhouse there, rock. Schoolhouse rock. That's it. <laughs> there, there's also the the part of it on how things get worked out because okay, so you know Trump. Let's just say he goes back to what he said earlier before, and you know he was supposed to announce what his position was on gun control yesterday, and then that passed, and mm-hmm. then today nothing. Okay, but let's just say he comes out and he says he's for a more universal background check, whatever that might mean, okay. right? That's what that's where I'm going with this. Whatever that might mean, it, does does McConnell have to know how Trump would write the bill? Because these bills, when you think about writing laws, you just don't write a law that says, okay, universal background checks. You have to write a lot of you know specific things into that law, right? That the you know that's how they get to. You have to define universal. You, you got to define background. You got to define, check. and you also got to put the penalties in. Mm. I mean, you 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 know you you got to put a lot into the law than just say, and and for him just to say, well, I'm only going to follow the president's lead. The president doesn't write laws, especially so, well, especially so, that dope. So also, it's it's oh, it yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the host, but you know Who? you also have to <laughs> the host. I don't, didn't mean to interrupt host. the host. Oh, host. Not the hose, the host. On air talent. <laughs> Bottoms up. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up. Yeah. The host. Yeah. Bottoms up. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Since you the, uh, the but I don't think we've you, ever. You have I've to. Are you the hostess with the mostest? <laughs> <laughs> Good 
Go ahead. You know it, darling. It's getting hot in here. The uh, it is eight four. The, the but the climate that we're in, where you've got a president that doesn't president uh-huh. towards anybody but his constituents, and then you've got a senator that's elected by his state, and he's adopting the same model that he's only. Beholden, beholden to his constituents, not to the whole state of what is it, Kentucky? Kentucky. You know, um, so what you end up with is a senator that thinks he's doing his job by not doing anything because his constituents, he thinks, wants it to be that way. Correct, and and for the most part, he's right. And until that changes, right? Until yeah. until so he, that's not new. Until he pays a political price, and there's only one political price, right? And that is he doesn't get reelected. It it that's not new. It's just that the band aid's been ripped off, and you can see the wound in in the American governmental system. Right. No, no that, that that's exactly right. And uh, you know it. The more we look at the wound, to me, just the, the the more head scratching it is. Like, how could how could this how 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 do we stand for it, right? I mean, how, how do we, you know, I'm not saying we have to, you know, grab our pitchforks and march in the street, but maybe that's what it takes. How do but, we generate our like-minded American citizens that live in that state to vote him out? That's the only remedy we have. Or or if the the or if the Senate would flip, right? If the Senate would 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 flip, and then you get to castrate him, you know. I actually, yeah, yeah. I suppose it's fifty. Ought to be a two pronged effort there, but it it does certainly seem like it would be easier just to get the guy out. But, But specifically on on McConnell, you know, he's kind of that rare breed where he feels no political pressure beyond just getting reelected. Exactly. Like, like at least Paul Ryan and um, uh, Boehner. Thank you very much. Right on. You know, felt that pressure. Right. I'm I'm doing things that are wrong, even if I could get reelected, and I got to get out of here. I McConnell really is just that diabolical. Can I ask another question about him? (laughs) And 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 this is this is coming back to the fact that one person. McConnell is holding up everything, holding yeah. up an entire government's function. And I, I was thinking about oh, it. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. So in Trump's cabinet, who who's that secretary that's related to a senator? I mean, married oh, to a wife? senator? Oh, child. oh his oh, child. wife. Yeah. 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 Oh, I wonder yeah. why the senator is holding up everything. Do you think that there's a quid pro quo going on? Probably a lot of it. Well, she's crooked. I mean, there's... Flat out. Yeah. Her family is in uh, Chinese shipping shipping. and all that. Oh, yeah. Chinese. Yeah. (laughs) That comes into play, too. China. (laughs) China. Have you heard of this country? China? Is it Mm Vuk? No, it's just China. (laughs) But my my question is actually... It's China without the V. (laughs) Without the V. (laughs) It's China. Well, Vietnam, really? China sans Virginia. the va. Virginia. It's China sans all the right, va. Right. Sans the va. Let me get it out. This get is getting cut. Anyways, my question is, 
is you've got him in that position. And you would think with all the precautions the founders had in mind that there would be something in the Constitution or somewhere where one guy couldn't hold up the function of the entire effing government. Well, there are there are mechanisms. Do, can they impeach him? I mean, yes. is, it, well, is impeachment impeach. the remedy when the Grim Reaper... Calls himself the Grim Reaper. It's it's not impeachment. They they can force him out if there was enough of an upswell to do it. Uh, Remove would that come from the Senate though? Right? No, that's not, that's not going to happen. Well, yeah, but but what? I, um, See, I don't know enough about the constitutionality part of it. No, no, no. But, but it just seems say, to me that one turtle. I mean, one man, one Chinese husband, whatever he is. <laughs> is he Chinese? No. No, no, it's a Chinese husband. But, but hold on, let me let me you get this out. Let me get this out. Get it out. Get this out, friend. Work it. There are mechanisms within the Senate to bring things to a vote, even if this, the, the the leader of the Senate doesn't want to. There by, are by the minority. Uh, no, the, the minority's getting effed because uh, they have like a hundred bills sitting on his desk. Right, right, but no, not the. Not by it wouldn't be a matter of the minority or not the minority. It's just a matter of there's a process that you have to go through and you have to get like like a, a committee has to vote something. It has to go through a committee, I believe. I'm really sketchy on it, but you can force votes. There's a mechanism for that, but they're not going to do it. I mean, I'm just giving you you know but more it's information. Just, it's just we should have a constitutional me. expert on, and maybe until then. <laughs> <laughs> it I can just move seemed, on to a debate discussion, it just seems which I got to me, invited and to. And we can wrap it up. That one person shouldn't be wielding Correct. that much power that they can stall everything it, within the, the congressional side. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up. You know what I mean? It, it just seems to me there has to be something in place that says, look, you can't just stall everything. you got to keep something moving along. And if not, you gotta earn your keep. You're out. There, there has to be something more than we're aware of. Yeah, it's called an election, as far as I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but like I said, there are, like I said, there are ways to bring votes to the floor outside of whether the leader wants to bring them on or not. Um, but it, 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 most of the time, you'll hear about guys that are trying to rally their 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 coworkers or whatever to do it, and then it fails. And then, like, it doesn't get there. But I'll look that up, and and uh, we'll talk about it next week a little bit. Okay. Because that, that's been bugging me. It's like, why is this prick mm-hmm. getting away with this? I mean, he calls him, he's not even ashamed of calling himself the Grim Reaper. I mean. But he doesn't like Moscow Mitch. No, Moscow Mitch. For oh, some reason, that Mitch. offends him. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Did Joe stop Calling in that that kind of book? No, he should have doubled down. Scarborough? On that. No, he's been it's calling him since. Yeah. <laughs> who? It's. Well I, wonder, I wonder who in podcast land thinks that Joe and Mika might make a good first couple. Oh, you, you think? You, you know I, that. I don't it, know. It, it I, certainly seems like they're headed in that direction. Really? Oh, I think so. You think they're going to make a run one day? I, one day. Yeah. They're too young now. I mean, all, all, all our... you got to be 70. you got to be 70 plus. you got to <laughs> yeah. be a septuagenarian. Those guys aren't... Nah, Mika still looks pretty good. And Joe's got that huge pompadour thing going, growing on top of his head. And yeah. Still hangs out in bars and P- plays pompadour. music. Pompadour. Whatever it is. Is it pompadour? Pompadour. 
Fact check that. No, it's that's pomp- it. You, you call that a pompadour. I did not. Pomp. Okay. Pomp. Well, re-roll. Pomp. We'll Maybe I didn't enunciate. Re-roll I've been the accused of that. that. <laughs> Speaking of old people running for president. We got a bunch. <laughs> Let's talk the debate, number three. What is the opening salvo on this topic? Take it away, lefty. Um, I'm thinking by the lack of wanting to jump right in, we're talking about maybe it was a little bit boring. Right, like, is it, at this point in time, are they meaningful in any way? Are we listening to just stump speeches rehashed? You know, in 2016, I don't think I missed a single Republican debate. Because I knew that it was going to be the hoots. Like, I, I mean, I was going, you, you know, one of, the, one of the best political events ever in my life was going to a bar in Seattle uh, with the first Republican debate. Oh, okay. And it was just, I mean, we had the bingo cards and the people were sneering and... Uh, it was entertaining. Uh, uh, what's the other uh, heckling? Yeah, I mean, it was just it was just crazy fun because. Do you think it's not fun because we're we're largely rooting and and going to vote for one of these no, people I, on I, stage? I, 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 I Where don't, last I don't, time you were largely just entertaining yourself. I don't think it's fun. Well, he was talking Republican. I know. Right, right, he, I, know. Okay. I, I don't think it's as fun because there's not the freak posturousness of it. It, there, it you know. You know they make, uh, you know they they have these canned little lines about you know you know well we you know, Trump wasn't responsible but he gave him the ammunition or tweeted you know, the ammunition or he uh, is you know a, a chip in one of his bankrupt casinos. I mean there's there, 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 there's those kinds of things that they say which you know are somewhat canned, but their policies as much as. The mainstream news wants to really try and make these are big, big deals between the two. Their policy differences aren't that great. They're just, you know, there's some. No, you you can clearly see the um, the the middle and the left, you know, lining up and saying the same things, with the exception of Mister. I'm going to give a thousand dollars to ten people, uh, illegal con- campaign use. Whatever, right. Andrew Yang. Yeah, right. How that guy got? I mean, I'd rather have seen Marianne Williamson. I no, I, I like Andrew Yang. I, I really do. And I, I, but I thought the stunt was pretty oh, much a stunt. Did you parents know all a lot of Asian doctors? Did you catch that? that, that <laughs> so I read about that. I didn't I, I heard that. Bad. I'm going. I, he didn't he really he, say he that. Didn't, did he? he didn't. Just he goes. I'm it. Asian, so I know a lot of doctors. <laughs> he didn't even smirk at it. He just said I mean, it like straightforward. It, it was definitely a racially it was racial. based joke. It was racial. And I went, wow, he really said that? And he just kept rolling. He kept rolling. Okay, so did he mean it as a joke? N- yes, yeah. Oh, uh, he didn't that say was, it That was Asian humor. Is that wrong to say? Okay, so well, now, okay, now I'm less offended. No, it was, it was definitely an Asian humor joke. Okay, so okay. I was There was no pause. There was no facial tick. There was no okay, but you're picking. You're, what you're saying is different than what Fred was saying. Yeah, but when you, when you watch the clip, and I'm sure you will after this, when you watch the clip, he just delivered it straight, just cold, 
and and it was not. It didn't it, it get was, much reaction. It, it was like a bad <laughs> no. Stephen Wright joke. Yeah, yeah. Talk but, about but, freeze-dried but water. But he still meant it as a joke. Oh, yeah, I believe so. It, it was So a, if he meant it as a joke, I'm, I, you know, I mean, you know, people can... can what do you think of his $1,000 to to his lucky 10 campaign contribution people? I, I think he's trying to make a point that... that He's willing to put his money where his mouth is, his own money where his mouth no, is. No, no, no. This is a different twist. You're, you're talking about the $1,000 a month to every U.S. No, citizen. for 10 families. For 10 families. He's going to give... Out of he's trying to make a point with the 10 families? Yeah. You don't think he's trying to trying to like create a raffle situation where people go to his website? I think what he's, I think what he's no, trying to do to is to debate. show if he, if he gave 10 families $1,000 a month for a year, what a difference it would make. I, I don't. No, I don't know if he's trying to garner more followers and votes with it. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Indirectly, yes, he's trying to do what he can to, yeah. you know, add I, life to I'm his just campaign, not, right? I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not down with what that was. That was. That was buying votes. <laughs> Maybe in the most pure sense, but. <laughs> but, but <laughs> But but I, I don't think his intent was to buy ten votes. I might might double what he has. No no no. His intent was to get people to go to his website. See, I don't know about that. I don't know. You might and, be right and about sign that. up so that he could further populate his popularity and propel himself into the next vote. I, I but, that, that that could be. My sense is he's doing it just to say, I'm I I'm putting my money where my mouth is, and I think it's that. It, 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 Hey, this is the way that this is what I would propose, and this is what I think. You know what he should do? Then? Happen and put his money where his mouth is, and put a thousand dollars in everybody's pocket, not well, just ten lucky people. No, you can't do that. Though. You got to be realistic. No, I don't think hey, he has that much then he money. Then you shouldn't offer. Well, you, know, you go to school. Now you sound bitter. You get caught with the gum. <laughs> you didn't get paid. And the teacher says, "Do you have enough for everyone? If not, put it away." What do you think, Fred? I think I'm gonna. Bottoms up. <laughs> we need to cleanse our palate. That's what you get for delivering right. 8.4 alcohol yeah. to the, to right. the so guest. The, the, the debate is what is Yang's motivation for doing what he's doing? And right. I, yeah, and I, and I don't, I, I think it's certainly to bring attention to himself, but not to necessarily figure out a way to garner voters and garner, garner supporters on that. Um, you know, but I, I guess there, there, there's the side effect of it, right? They're, okay, well, you know, you got to go to my website to register, so that that's good too. Well, here's the um, thing, you know, I watched it half-heartedly and skipped back and forth between a really bad football game, and when you mention what did Andrew Yang say at the debate, I'm going to tell you that that's what he said. I have no idea what else he said. Because that's the only thing I remember. Yeah. Is that idiotic? I'm going to give ten people a thousand dollars a month. Did he did he say year. it did he say it in his opening statement? Because what I think and, he and, and, did. I think he did too. I believe he did. Yeah. But you just brought up like something else there that you you alluded to earlier, uh, Lefty, and that is you know, you were going you, you were going back and forth between that and the football game. And we talked about are, oh, these, yeah. are these worthy of watching, right? Because yeah. as much of a political junkie as I am, 
and that I should be watching these as homework for our podcast. I was out of town, and I called home Sugar Bear and said, would you record the debate for me? Because I'd rather watch this football game. <laughs> yeah, I also knew. I also knew that I was probably going to be in a bar. How long and, did it take for you to decide that, that was a bad decision? Uh, actually, I feel I, the fact that I didn't get to it today is the only reason it was a bad decision. But you know, yeah, the football game wasn't wasn't very good, but it still was probably more entertaining than than, than the debate. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is it was I kind of fifty fifty. I just don't know if. If Democrats are charged about these debates, right? I, I I still think that all we want is this field to be cold, right? It's mm-hmm. got it's got to well, be. Castro called it. Uh, yeah, he probably did. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he hurt yeah. himself. And, and I think um, for the wrong reasons. So so did Mr. O'Rourke. Mm-hmm. Mr. O'Rourke. Went for the went for the big thrill, right. and I certainly understand his stance on the guns. No, and, I actually, it's, it, I understand why he's trying to make guns his number one issue. Like that, that you know, when he reset his his we campaign, adopted a former candidate. He said, "Okay, what well, we're going to focus on, on is the gun issue." Yeah, you know, like like it, uh, Isley was focused on climate change, right? He's going to. So that that's what you know. He's always going to bring back the young to that congressman from California that came out and it was uh, all about gun control in Parkland. The young man, what was his name? Well, but it's he just adopted that. But but, but uh, you know, but I, but I don't think it's it's got enough legs as you were saying, yeah. like Ben yeah. Beno, right? I just don't think that that is enough to carry your your message. What did you take from the debate, Fred? From Beto? From any of it. Oh, overall, what, what was you know? Well, and I, and I know you didn't watch much either. I watched probably an hour and a half of it. You watched a lot of it. Mm, I was on the phone. Here's here's here's, <laughs> here's what I didn't hear. Okay, I heard smartphones, dumb users. <laughs> I I heard very little about Warren post debate. Oh, she was de- she, largely disappeared. She didn't engage with anybody. Nobody engaged. She kept her head low. She did what she does, but there was no engagement. And I, I know everybody wanted to see Biden and Warren go at it. She had nothing to do with it. No, she was not. You know, the thing is, is when she did talk, when the moderators did give her questions, the answers that she gave were coherent. And because they're all essentially in what you say, Lotto, agreement, they really couldn't come at her for describing her experience as a public teacher and how she is going to have a Department of Education head that was a public teacher and none of this Betsy DeVos kind of bull. Um, Nobody disagrees with that. Right. That that's why, and and you know, look out, Joe Biden, because here comes Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, no, I I, I think that's kind of where this is going to come down to. It, yeah. it, it, I mean, Kamala it, it, might it, crash the party, but Kamala might, 
And, you know, I still have a hard time counting out um, Booker just because I... Did I hear that he was a vegan? That I, that, That's what he said. That I like his message and I like the way he presents. He's still just not big enough on the scale yet. But I don't count him out. Um, I wonder how long he's been a vegan because he doesn't look like two a years. Vegan. He doesn't two years. look like a vegan. He doesn't look like Bill Clinton at all. <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a running back. Is Booker. Bill Clinton a vegan? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. Is that why he looks so sickly? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you have to look. I, I know. I know. Like one other devout vegan, and he doesn't look sickly. He looks oh. like Elvis. <laughs> Can I bring up a yang again? <laughs> if you bring up a ying first, yeah. Just curious. The the. <laughs> Can I bring up a yang again? No, keep it. <laughs> My eyes are bleeding. <laughs> Nobs can edit this however he sees fit. So you're gonna have to say that again. No, Nobs might let this roll. I don't know. Don't you dare say that again. I bring up a yank. I did think it was that funny. I went with it anyways. Well, no, I. Okay. I knew what I was saying. No, I don't think you did. No, no, I knew exactly what I was saying. Anyways, um, I wonder if him bringing up that $1,000 a month for 10 families for a year was just a way, because he's out on the outskirts of the stage, just a way to, over the top, bring himself into focus. Because the the people right, no, on no. the far edge he wasn't that far out on the edge. He, he was one. He off wasn't Klobuchar. They, he wasn't Beto. They, yeah, but they, they don't get the 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 time from the moderators, and they don't they. So I was thinking, I wonder if he just did that. Well, he's gonna do it, of course. I wonder if he just did it just to kind of pull himself more towards the middle. Something kind of weird and outrageous. And I think even Buttigieg, I think he laughed about it and said, oh, that's pretty good or something yeah. like that. Now, Buttigieg had like one good line that I read about um, after the debate. But other than that, I'm not sure that he really stood out in any way. I but think he was I, solid. I just, don't I, know, I just don't know if these debates are getting are, are moving the needle on the primary voting. That, that's what I'm trying to understand is, is, are the debates helping the culling you know, of the herd here or they're not? Is it just, you know, okay, it's TV, it's ratings, it's a little bit of information for people, but let's just get to the voting. Right, let's you, just get to Iowa and New Hampshire. You, you keep saying culling. Well, the next debate's going to be bigger because all these people Correct. qualify for the next one, and then the people that are on the outside still have more time to qualify. So potentially well, it could be a bigger... Pot- potentially. When are we talking the next I debate? Think it's is? October. It's only so we've like got a, month a lot away. of time for people to decide what they want to do. You might see a couple people yet drop, drop out. out. Yeah, well, right. I, I yeah. think they should. Maybe it'll be the the you know less than one percenters, and and you'll have the Andrew Yangs and uh, Marianne Williamson, 
And and Klobuchar. Klobuchar's um, not a bad candidate. No, she I, deserves I, a right. She has, she has a right to be on that stage. No, no, no. I, 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 but she's not going to go all the way. Are there? Like, if you're going to go Klobuchar, you'd, you'd go Kamala or it, Warren. It doesn't seem that way. That's all. You know, I, I'm, you know, it's really difficult because I just spent a weekend with a bunch of Republicans, in my opinion. And so we had a small conversation with the senior one. Um, and I asked him, I said, because his wife is uh, basically a Trump hater. And I said to him, I said, so... so this so was your which, golf outing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, which, which, I'm not trying to identify anybody. So, <laughs> I didn't want to identify golf outing, even the golf do... outing, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, so, so, which of the Democratic candidates out of the field do you do you enjoy? Assuming that okay, his wife is a Trump hater. So, how in the world could he ever walk into the booth and? Pull the lever for a Republican, nevertheless. Trump. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And he described himself as a liberal Republican, but could not name one of the candidates that he would vote for. Could he name them? Every single one that I brought to him, whether it was really left or moderate. Socialist. Two liberal policies for me. Two liberal policies for me. See, I think that is the... The, the the strength of today's GOP. And I've brought this up before, and I I see it as the biggest threat. And I think when we, you know, we, we talk about who we spar with on, on Facebook and other social media, is so many, in my opinion, have aligned themselves with Trump, not because they like Trump. And I've even called this out many, many times. It's because... The right-wing media, and even to a certain extent the mainstream media, has fortified the idea of liberals are bad. And we're going to hate liberals. And the hate for liberals is greater than the hate for Trump. And I I see it all the time, and it just drives me bonkers because it is so misinformed. You know, you know there was that meme... Fred, that I, I and maybe you saw it too, Lefty. But there was that meme that I sent out that said, "You know, we're for universal background checks." checks. Republicans say you're trying to take our guns. You, you know yeah. that that's the battle right there. It's it's that's not a Trump battle. That's I'm for universal background checks. Conservatives read that as you want to take my guns. And 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 and, and there were like you know four or five you know little kind of snippets in that in that arena. And I remember one of the, the conservative guys that, that I, I share Facebook comments with was, was like, you know, yeah, that's, that, that's overstating things. You know, he was saying, you know, that's over. And I'm like, no, no, that's what I'm dealing with every day. That's not overstating. That's exactly what, quote unquote, Democrats, progressives, liberals or whatever, whatever you want to call us. That's what that's how we're being labeled. And, and and I think that is that's why it's so difficult to to win. You know, it's because Rush Limbaugh and others, they that's what they've done. They have just pounded, pounded, pounded this hatred and fear of liberals and socialists. You know, well Trump, so, what, what so for us, um, some of us anyway, maybe 
I actually, I know that you personally on this microphone many of times have said um, that the the label thing. Yeah, we're, yeah we're no, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of labels. Right? Not a big fan of the label. The problem is, is while we're not a big fan of a label, the other side has totally bought in to the label. Yes. So yes. Um, the mistake that I made in that casual conversation with that individual is I shouldn't have let him get beyond I'm a liberal Republican. Yeah. <laughs> right. Be- because I'm a progressive Democrat. I believe that government should work for us to make our lives better. And when a liberal Republican pops up, he's thinking that it's going to be food stamps for all because we're liberally giving out everything because he's been brainwashed to think that way. Right. And all the while not understanding that his conservative nature is rooted in uh, a constitution that's 200 years old and he wants to things to be the same as as, as well, the 50s and you know maybe that's the the segregated yeah right right that that. i live mean in. The, the the time frame of you know yeah, make america great it's absolutely is, appalling to me that right. ma- make america great again you, you know this you, I think this is related, um, but it, it got me thinking when I was hearing about the recaps of the debate on uh, the different candidates' positions on universal medicine, right, on healthcare, and it's the you know, Medicare. You mean right? It's Medicare, Medicare for, for all, all, or it's you know Medicare it, it, for America, advancing the ACA further or whatever. And and I think that in the end, the goal is to get. Affordable, accessible health care for all. Mm-hmm. And, and and this is the way that I... Wow, you sound like an Elizabeth Warren person. Well, but, but, but here's... I, I do kind of side with, with the Medicare for all thing, but here's the kind of the way I put it. Everyone is now starting... Or not everyone. The Democrats that are running, the Democratic candidates, are starting to fear this idea of talking about taking away privatized health care. For, the, for, for us that get employer-based health care and that, you know, we love it so much that I don't want to go on a government plan, right? I get employer-based health care, right? So do I. And, and, I do not. And, and, and they're really missing this. And the way that I think that they have to put it, and, and what you were saying, Lefty, kind of reminded me of this, is if, let's say your fire department was such that Everyone paid their own money, private money, to private fire departments. Well, that worked well in Chicago. Okay, right. There's there's actually precedent for this. But but all the but but if that was the deal, and then someone came to you and said, "No, everyone's going to pay taxes, so everyone has access to the fire department." Right. You're a like, socialist, aren't you? Well, no. See, I I think I think when you he put is. it in that He's a way, secret socialist. I think when you put it that way, that's where people start to say, okay, that's that's where universal health care works. Much like it does, you know what I mean? I, I might be losing my private, but but now the whole community is covered because of my additional taxes. You may not even lose your private. Well, that, that's up to you and your employer, 
or your employer. It, it, no, it depends. No, it, no. It to me, if you're going to go to Medicare for all, a universal health plan, private insurance goes away. Goes away. There's I no, think that's a goal. I mean, I think it's a goal, but I, I certainly but, but don't no. think that's going to happen on day two of Amy Klobuchar's no, no, no. It, it, presidency. It, no, no, it eventually happens. It eventually does happen. What I'm saying to you is, is I think that's the way the argument has to be phrased. What I'm giving you is the example of you're afraid of you losing your privatized health care, but what if I told you now we're going to go to privatized fire department and police department and that you don't get help unless you're paying because that's what you have right now. You don't get help unless you are privately paying. Whether whether it's employer well, based or not, same, I'm still paying. I'm, I'm I'm paying into my employer. They have I'm the same in. fear in the gun in the, in the gun argument. You know, they the, the universal uh, no. back, background control. Oh yeah, they do. No yeah. no no. I, I think but, you're missing my yeah. point. I think maybe I'm not articulating. You can keep your guns, but we'll take all your ammo. They're, they're just as afraid of that. <laughs> you cracked me up, man. No, it's different. It's, I think I'm following you. I'm not sure he is. Yeah, yeah, but you, you I'm not just be, need to drink I'm not more. besmirching you, but come on, I'm, bottoms I'm, up. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the way to phrase. Oh, who, who talks the most in this room? Let's let's take a picture <laughs> of on, these pints. Hold on, you still got some. You know I do. Okay, I know. Give me mine. What I'm talking about, no, I understand. Is a way to phrase the conversation so people don't say, "Oh, I don't want to lose my private health care." I'm talking about rephrasing the conversation in a way that says, "What if it was police? What if it was fire? What if it was, uh, you know, you know?" It's an an essential human service that that all United States citizens. Should, and, should and, have. And, and maybe people that reside in the United States. And so for the, for the 40% of the people, which is what the Democrat candidates are concerned about, to say, no, I don't want to lose my private health insurance, I think you have to phrase it in a way that says, okay, then what if we privatized all of your services? How would you like that? And I think the answer would be, I wouldn't. That's that that's what I'm that's what I'm getting. Except for and you're never going to, you know, you're never going to probably change the mind of the Republicans or the conservatives or the Trumpsters until you beat it into them. But I can imagine that our our friend on Facebook that we argue with all the time be like, you know what? Yeah, pay, I'll pay less taxes and I'll pay for my own fire department. Of course he would. <laughs> exactly. And, and to have his streets plowed and, and teachers in his teaching his kids in schools all of those things that's that's kind of what i'm getting at is 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 taxes are there for the betterment of the general welfare of the overall public that's what taxes are there for taxes are definitely progressive so they should not be afraid to say yeah you know what you are going to lose your employer-based health care because it's better for society and that's that's kind of where I was going off on this. I just because I, because I was listening to Kamala Harris waffle on this, and Klobuchar waffle, and Biden waffle, and you know only the Medicare for all people are the only ones that that, that aren't waffling, saying you know what you are going to lose your 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 employer based health care. But you know what that's good. The important thing to remember too is, is least, they're putting a plan forward that would be reshaped. You know, if this gets into committee. So what goes in doesn't necessarily come out. It's just a viewpoint that they put forward that 
we the voter either subscribe to or not. Well, you bring up you bring up a really good point because you know they have these conversations on healthcare during the, the sure during the uh, uh, the campaign season, right? During right. The, the, but do do any of us believe that whoever wins can go in there and say, okay, now we have Medicaid for all? Right. Right. Day two. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not gonna happen. I mean, I mean, I mean. Well, I mean, at, the executive at, order power has definitely oh increased. boy, yeah, that's crazy. That's, but I but mean, but still. That that's that and the and nuclear you know option. You know what? The Democrats will be stupid. They they'll, won't, they they'll, won't do it. They'll play by the rules. They will. Have, I mean, Obama played by the rules and stay focused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I could bring up North Carolina. Talk about playing by the rules, right? Mm-hmm. That election. Are, they, are 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 the Democrats suckers? Is that a way to look at it? Yeah. Hefty, you know what we're talking about. Um, not sure who you're budget. talking to, but the, 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 <laughs> the budget, the budget that passed in North Carolina without the Democrats oh, yes, in the I forum yeah. for the vote. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and so they overrode the veto. Uh, Dirty tricksters with, with two thirds uh, without the Democrats. Yeah, you know, they, they I got news for them. Vote till the afternoon. The governor is the executive of the state, and and. They'll figure. Was it Governor Cooper, Governor Roy Cooper? I don't know something like that. Name. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll he'll figure out a way to not enforce that 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 budget. Well, yeah, you know it it, it 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 it's frustrating. Like, okay, they they played by the rules. The other team didn't. Is that the you that's know, the, the Democrats lose? They had all the gerrymandered. Um, yeah, they got that going on. So, so basically, they're doing whatever they can to yeah. to, to put their stamp and keep their power. Yeah, that that that'll All end right. soon. <laughs> All right, uh, I think we have killed this enough, and we have a special episode, special segment, I should say, coming up next. Oh, please tell us about it. Um, I don't really know how. <laughs> well. <laughs> How about a little tease? Okay. Well, although this doesn't apply to you, Fred, because you could care less about fantasy oh, football. And that's why I left. So, you know, you're going to exit. We got someone else coming on board that uh, is part of our league draft that Lefty and I have this evening. Mm-hmm. Kind of. You Who's know, ti- the timeline's a little messed up, but it all makes sense when you start listening to the second segment with. Uh, uh, a new a new person joining uh, Potoms up, and uh, we'll talk about fantasy football. So for right now, and more beer, we are out. Potoms up. Potoms up. Out. Okay. Uh, before we get to that second beer, I uh, just want to explain a slight change in the studio personnel. Um, uh, just so happened that this evening is uh, my league's uh, fantasy football draft. And uh, fantasy football, it has been now for several years, has really just, you know, kind of taken the country and, as I have learned, the world by storm. So I invited uh, a couple of um, the other owners in my league to join us for discussion. Um, And uh, Nobbs and Fred really have no interest in this. So they have gone on to the green room to uh, keep Hans uh, company uh, there while we discuss fantasy football. Um, so with me now is uh, Dusty. Hello. Very good, Dusty. 
<laughs> and uh, Lefty, who has been on the show a number of times, uh, so big applause, welcome back, Lefty, and mm. fancy Hello. football star. <clears throat> um, so if you guys don't know, the first thing we do get to, but Lefty, you know, is we get to the beer. It's the reason I come. Yeah. All right. So um, the beer was... Uh, uh, Are we popping the top right now? Yeah, yeah. The okay. beer was uh, furnished by Dusty, and him and I had a conversation about this, uh, what, about... A week ago, two weeks ago, yeah. and I think you had asked if we had mm-hmm. reviewed this beer. I said, no, we hadn't. It was a good surprise. So uh, you stepped up and brought it for um, Pottoms Up. Um, what is it there, Dusty? Uh, this is a Ghetto Blaster from the Motor City Brewing Works right here in Detroit. Dusty likes a lot of head in his beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, the beer is quite carbonated. So if you, want, if you um, want a lot of head, yeah. you'll get it. Um, I'm not certain it's that carbonated. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the one thing I, I got a I got a really nice head on the beer. The mm. first thing that I noticed about it, which I uh, I've Wait had the beer maybe one time. No head is regulation head and overhead. Yeah, <laughs> although it's getting better, it is getting better. It's going down. Uh, I didn't realize that it was it was as dark a color as it is. I, I guess. Um, I was surprised by the color of the beer, especially that it is listed as a session ale. And I usually think of session ales as being lighter in color. They list it as a session? Yes, it, uh, that's what it says. A Ghetto Blaster is a classic session-style mild ale. Tawny in color. Well, now I know what tawny means because I didn't know before. Like with a clean, um, With a clean biscuit flavor. Uh, can't anyway. see through it. So, uh, quick bottoms up here. Pop up. As advertised. Um, yeah, uh, Dusty. First impressions. Your your call on the beer. It's a little nutty. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually quite like it. I haven't had this probably about four years. Um, I didn't really enjoy it to be honest when I first had it, uh, but now actually, upon second you know inspection, it's actually quite good. Um, now I know. Um, Nobs and Fred won't be disappointed uh, because this is only a 3.8. Yeah. yeah you know, like, so if, if we're trying to stay sharp for our draft, this is the beer to drink. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> I, this I is think it. this is a new record. Last week we had a new record for for uh, uh, higher, yeah, highest alcohol content. What did uh, you have? Um, it was a Founders uh, Brown. And it was a 11.9. Um, I, I, That's like wine. You could, and it was a bourbon aged, so you could Ugh. really taste the alcohol in it. Like it, it really had that strong alcohol flavor, uh, which I've never noticed before, even with like, you know, six and sevens and eights, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 3.8 almost kind of questions what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> The color doesn't look like a 3.8. I think that's why that one night when we were in the D there, Lefty, I drank it because I thought, you know. Yeah, what were we singing in that bar? Uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, I believe. Bohemian Rhapsody, all right. Now, how could we get to that point when we're only drinking 3.8? <laughs> Must have been all the things because 3.8 isn't going to get me to Bohemian Rhapsody. I think it was the third of four bars we were at that night, though. Maybe, so, maybe the fourth. Have we spent a good chunk at the old Miami. Yes, yeah. Uh, it was the a, cheap beer bar. Time. Old Miami. 
So yeah, this, this it's it's kind of like a farm ale, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It kind of kind of tastes like somebody made it in their bathtub. <laughs> it makes me want to look up what makes a session beer. Yeah, because yeah. I would have not put this in that category. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, there is that bitterness to it. There is a little bit of bitterness. It's not. It, it's not. It doesn't. It's. It's not really lacking of flavor necessarily. No, no. In no, fact, no, it no. has a lingering bitterness. And, to I, it. and when I say made in the bathtub, I don't mean like in a bad way. I mean, it's beer. like a craft beer. Yes. And there's no way that beer is ever going to be mistaken for anything big box beer. Right. Now, uh, Ghetto Blaster is a cool name for a beer. And it's got a cool can. Uh, and it's all about the motor city. Are they all the same? So, mm-hmm. That's like a boom box with an yeah, engine yeah. in it. Yeah, right. yeah it's, it's incorporating a lot of, like, uh, you know, Detroit uh, Detroit type of icons. Yeah. Music. I've and, never seen a uh, can before. Uh, Mostly in bottles, usually. Same logo on the bottle? I think so. And, and as a matter of fact, I think it does have the, the blue. But but the, the art on the cans, for some reason, looks more graphic. Um, Maybe oh, because of the, the, the printing. Yeah. You know, yeah. The not, limitation on the label. Not quite um, graffiti, but close, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, I, 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 could, I could see that as a mural. A little bit of... You should paint it. Japanese anime or something? Uh, no, not Japanese anime. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, the, 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 the styling of no, it. Looks not, like, there's no eyes and it, girls in school skirts. But. I think it looks like like like, a, like an early 80s album cover. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Like I can yeah. see like Boston having that. I, I was just going to say yeah. Boston, maybe Steve even Miller 70s. Band. Like Boston or Journey or something yeah. I could see having an like album cover like that. Yeah. Asia. Yeah. Oh, go down that road. That's a, that's a whole different podcast. Though. Ace. It was the one that we. It was last episode. Oh, there so we if go. you haven't listened, we talk all about rock music today, rock music yesterday, what it means. Sometimes when uh, you talk busy. about Asia, uh, Asia didn't come up. Uh, I think maybe Air Supply did. I don't know. <laughs> um, so. But there was there, 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 there was one great moment, and if anyone was listening to this, uh, the, a reason that you should go back and listen to that podcast was a quote from Dubs. When she said, uh, I'll, I'll paraphrase because I don't have the exact quote, um, never put Pink, Pink Floyd on shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we had, we had a big room at the time, six of us, uh, seven of us, and everyone just fell about the place. When Did you do said, a fantasy draft while you are in that big room? Because uh, that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, no, we do got to get to that. Um, so I just thought that, you know, we have a, a an unexpected guest, um, the cat. Um, I just think that it's um, it's it's a cultural it's a cultural phenomenon, fantasy football and even fantasy uh, sports in general. I mean, it's 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 enormous and multi generational for sure. Uh, right, you are. Yeah. Um, I mean. And, in fact, I've got a few stats in in that way. But get, what do you think the, the the industry is worth right now? Are we talking like daily sports and all that? Yeah, yeah, total, total industry, total, total industry. fantasy industry. Oh, how much dollars? It's got to be multi billion. I'm going to say fantasy sports, not just football. Yeah, it, it, the stat is just fantasy sports. Yeah, say so 15 bill. You're you're really close. It's about 13 bill is what people estimate, and these are always estimates anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I don't come up with them. Well, yeah, because yeah, you sit there and you say, well. There's there's news shows like one of my favorites, Good Morning Football, or whatever they call mm-hmm. it, in the, in the morning mm-hmm. on the NFL. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be football. They don't talk purely fantasy football. They talk football, but their core audience might be fantasy right. football. People. And they'll put it in a fantasy context. And a lot of times they do. Mm-hmm. And, and, Even, they, and, like and sometimes they do silly things like, you know, reenact Odell Beckham Jr.'s. I don't know if you saw that this morning, but it was no, awesome. No. Nate Burleson re- reenacting it down in the streets of New York. One hand catches over top of oh, uh, okay. the other right. guys. I mean, they reenact like, like kicking the net. Kicking the net? No. <laughs> start throwing that net around. No, the, yeah, no, no, no. Middle New York. Net. No, he actually, he actually did the one hand back uh, catch. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, no, but, you know, it, it, it brings up the issue, and I don't know if you've got it in your stats or you have it on your, your schedule, but, you know, like, okay, how many people are watching Good Morning Football for the fantasy stuff, but they're actually not really football fans? Like, I would put myself right I, almost I, in that category. Right, Lefty. We, we, we talked about this a little bit on the weekend, right? You You... Your attraction to NFL is really through fantasy at this point, right? Truly, it's the um, what what I what I enjoy about it is that you can be a fan of the player mm-hmm. and not necessarily the multi-billionaire owner, mm-hmm. right? That that's what I like the best. But then on the flip side, once it doesn't mean anything to me competition-wise. On comes the soccer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> watch ice skating 2.0 or something. <laughs> um, yeah, like I I've been in a fantasy football league for eight years now, and I didn't start actually watching football until about three years ago. And that's really interesting how like right. fantasy football is what got me into watching football, and now I watch football games just for the sport, right, and not necessarily for the activity of fantasy football. So I feel like that's a lot of people are kind yeah. of getting in the sport because of that. Which I think mean, that goes for any fancy sports, not just football. Uh, well, yeah, I think... Uh, but definitely fancy football is, I think, pretty assuredly, it's the largest fancy sport there according is. According to... Baseball's pretty huge. Baseball's pretty ba- big. Baseball's big, but it, it, and it was the largest at one point in time yeah. until football took over. So this doesn't until have a timeline on it, but of course, according to IbisWorld.com, uh, NFL makes up 36.3% of all fantasy sports. Baseball makes up about 19%. Mm. Um, auto racing makes up about 12%. And I know that's a thing. That's a thing. So you can uh, yeah. draft like NASCAR? Yeah. yeah. And, oh. and, and actually, the, the... Not only NASCAR. I mean, you got all the European leagues. Oh, okay. Right. And then you but, got but, like but, but auto racing sets that. up nicely for a fantasy uh, format. Yeah, know? definitely. Um, I don't know how it works per se. Yeah, you, you yeah. pick you pick guys, you run them through the whole season. Mm-hmm. They get points for win, place, and show, and whatever you know. Laps led, you know. There's there's probably some pit stop stuff, and, but um, it'd be interesting to know. And I don't know if your stats show it, but okay, what's the chunk of NFL versus all the other sports? Is it is it coordinated? <laughs> You know, is the fantasy football um, 36, what did you say? 36.3. So what is the percentage out there that watch football? Oh, I see. Is, is it is it, you know, does football command 80% of the public sports? It's not that high. I, I would bet it's... it's 36% is probably... 
close to what it really is. I think is. about forty percent, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Interest by the general public is what well, you're saying, guess, right? Just, just yeah. an interesting thing. I know plus right. or minus. Like I, I'm, I'm, I would think that most people that do fantasy football have a somewhat vested interest in football watching in general. I think you. Yeah, I mean there are people. Maybe not so on much. Some lately. level you have to enjoy maybe, the sport. On some level, I mean, some, some people are just like gambling. I mean, yeah, even <laughs> if it's just to watch the tight shorts walking around. In which sport? In any of them, but football. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, what I'm saying is, is there's there's more than more than one gender watching football, and there's more than one gender playing fantasy football, and some of some of those people may not care about the sport at all, but they may enjoy looking at the product. It, it is uh, it is totally dominated by well, not totally dominated. It is dominated by men. Um, I did see some stats on that. Um, oh, here we go. Um, I mean, this house is fifty fifty. Uh, if you count the cats, yeah. Okay, so as a percent of total population. Uh, it's twenty percent of all males are watching. Oh, interesting! Um, are watching football? Are, 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 no, are involved in some level of fantasy sports. Twenty oh, percent of all males and five uh, percent of all females. Okay, and well, I guess I could buy the five. I, maybe, I might have even thought it was a little high, but well, as you know, you know, while I'm not a rookie to it, I'm kind of new to the house league here. But there was a long time that. That I quit it completely. Right. You know, I would say it was probably about 10 years. But your reasoning was because, if I remember correctly, is it was taking the fun out of watching football on mm-hmm. your Sundays. That, and there was a little bit of discipline issue, and then there was... <laughs> <laughs> In other words, you weren't doing what you're supposed to on Sundays. Right. And, and, and then the... <laughs> Which is why my team is called... Or, or Mondays, me. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, <laughs> yeah, Fridays, yeah. and Saturdays. Yeah, it's not just for Sundays anymore. <laughs> um, but that and there was a time period where I started thinking that it was weird to do fantasy anything and to live vicariously through these people's game and sports. You know, the... There is sort of an adolescence to it, if I'm being generous with that word, right? Like, like nice, like almost like a like a immaturity, right? Right. right. And and I get that, and but yet, you know, people don't seem to care if that's really what what it's labeled, right? Right. Like, and it, it's just big enough. At, th- at this point, I don't care because that- I could never play the sport at any level. There's no over fifty five league that I would care to join. And watch people turn ankles and throw their arms. Hey, you know, you, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because guess what? Today is it's a two year anniversary of you breaking something, you tearing your ACL, or kicking a field goal. Yes, <laughs> kicking the extra point was kicking two years ago point. today. So uh, it came up in my uh, in my Facebook timeline you, as memories. But Carly Lloyd kicked. Dusty one. was there. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Carly Lloyd will. Uh, Remember when she kicked the what was it fifty five yarder? Yeah, yeah. She she said that she wants to uh, do a preseason game next year. Well, I think that the thing was is she didn't want to be turned into a like a spectacle. Attra- yeah, yeah. A spectacle. She wanted to earn that spot for right, real, right? Yeah, and play for real. Right. And I can't blame her for that. Um, e- either of those sentiments. I mean, but coming to like you know fantasy football, you saying like it's adolescent to your point. I mean, people, 
feel the same way about watching sports in general. Like you're watching grown men play a game that True. that children play. True. Right. When you're living by coast them, like you know, you have the whole, you know, yeah, your team won, but all because you live in the proximity of that team, you suddenly get pride for it. Yeah. But right. you didn't do anything. It right. unless, unless you cheer hard enough. Well then you can well, if you, you live win. in a town like Detroit and you have the hometown Detroit Lions to cheer for, or you could join a fantasy league and make your own team, how great is that? Because I mean, watching right. the Lions is just a, a, an exercise in futility. Right. Any, any team I make, even if I draft all quarterbacks, will still be better than the Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, what you said about having pride in, in the team um, that wins, I, I, I agree and I've been there, but I, but I, have kind of I try and change my mindset a little bit about sports mm-hmm. because you're right. Whether they win or lose really doesn't affect me, right? I mean, and certainly, yeah, I was hooting and hollering the last time the Red Wings, you know, won the Stanley Cup. But you almost got beat up. Uh, what? You almost got beat up at the uh, in Vegas. Oh, oh game. yeah, that was in the Stanley Cup. But, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But the way I look at, at at professional sports and televised sports is it is entertainment. And they are there to entertain me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if I'm entertained by a game, then mission accomplished. They succeeded, right. Yeah. You know, win or lose or win the championship or not make the playoffs, those those are like secondary to why I enjoy sports. You know, the, the human drama of it and the entertainment value. That's why I have no, I'm a, I'm a Tigers fan. And maybe somebody would argue with me that you're not a Tigers fan if you turn the game off when it's 8-1. to one. But that's when I'm no longer entertained. Right. Right? So, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. Your time is money, no matter how much or little you yeah. put into it. You know, I'm thoroughly entertained right. by, uh, you know, some of this U.S. Open tennis that's going on right now. And it's not because I'm a big tennis fan. It's because I'm entertained by that level of sports. Mm-hmm. You know, I say the same thing about, and this really doesn't do with fantasy, but I say the same thing about college uh, women's softball. I think college women's softball is great sport, and I use that in the noun sense. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's exciting to watch because they're at the pinnacle of the game. There's no better softball in the world than college women's softball, and it's very exciting sport. I, yep. Again, so anyway, that kind of digresses from fantasy football. Um, the one thing I did want to talk about, uh, which I think is different in fantasy football than in other sports, is the way the NFL has been the benefactor of fantasy more so than any other sport, I believe. Um, you'll have to expound on that. That They have drawn people towards their game with fantasy. Oh, right, mm-hmm. right. right. Their, 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 their brand is more popular than ever, but not because people are going to the games. Yeah. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, attendance is sort of eh, right? I mean, Stadiums are getting smaller. Stadiums are getting smaller. Attendance, uh, you know, has been kind of up and down. You got to look at per team. Yeah, um, yeah. But well, they have the same issue that basketball had. And uh, and you know, fantasy really ought to be kind of put in the realm of gambling. But it's yeah. not. But the government makes sure it's not, so it can continue. Okay, which is a bunch of BS, right? Because all the legislators have fantasy teams too, and, <laughs> and, and and the league is benefiting from it. Yeah, right. So the lobbyists yeah. are going in saying. Like, I remember the first time I saw some advertisement about like. Well, it plays into it plays into what the NFLPA is looking for too, and that is 
to celebrate the player and not just the team. Mm-hmm. It gives them strength. It gives them more strength, too. So the NFL and the NFLPA gets behind it, and, you know, so two out of three people want, want to celebrate do you, do, it. Do you find it interesting that the NFL, and I think all major sports leagues, allow their players to play fantasy football or fantasy league stuff? Oh, you're speaking on the gambling thing. You know? Gambling or I mean, just, you're going you know, right. You're going right to the Pete, Pete Rose segment. Do, of the, do they? Of this. Do they allow? No, them? no, I don't know. What? Do they allow them? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Do you remember that whole Tony Romo incident a few years back? Where what was he, that? Um, he was making a fantasy football like um, like conference, and it got shut down by the NFL. Well, maybe it was a little because it was in a uh, casino's um, like uh, what do you want to call it? Like book. No, it wasn't like a, a, a casino's like um, like com- uh, conference center. Hmm. Tony Romo was. Let me, let me see. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but and they no, shut no, down. No, they, 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 they didn't want to link fancy but, with gambling. You know, you do wonder. Uh, you know, did Pat Mahomes draft Kelsey? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they've even had commercials, and I recall them talking about. Of course, I drafted myself. Yeah, right, right. right. You know, so right. so yeah, no, that's 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 out right. there. You ever watch um, the league? I've only seen like maybe one there was, episode. There was an episode where Blair Walsh was in it, the kicker, and, and he drafted all kickers. <laughs> <laughs> like he 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 took over for one of the main cast teams, and then like he gets his team, and he drafts like all kickers. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <clears throat> um. I mean, but but is it at all out of the realm of possibility that you know somebody may play a little different? I guess not. Maybe it is out of the realm of possibility. Well, you know, I mean, change change it a little bit. But one of the reasons why I like the league and why I came back into it, besides the fact that maybe somebody was asking me to fill a spot. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we need it. And we I felt like I couldn't turn anybody down. Um, one of the reasons that one of the more motivating reasons was it's yet another social circle. That's a great point. That's a great point, Lefty. That, that you can, you know, put out there. And it, it, you know, so many. Maybe this is for a, a little too deep. But no, so go many deep, go things, deep, go So deep. many things are. So many people can can let their lives get one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And you know, people can do fantasy football, read good books. And, you know, have active work, homework lives as well. It's just the... Well, this this kind of, I mean, I, I, I agree 100%. And it harkens me back to the days we were doing NBA. By hand. By hand. So, so today's... Running around to the latest USA Today box, finding the latest version. Do you, can you remember, like... Driving to three different boxes and knowing where they were because, along Woodward because it would say um, last edition or something yep. like that. Yep. So then you knew you had the stats, but it uh, the amount of time I agree the the amount of time that it really takes to participate in fantasy sports is so much less than what it used to be because it's at your fingertips. Right, right. right. I mean, yep. you know, it's a it's a it's on its way to be a thirty billion dollar industry. By the year twenty twenty six or something like that. But even ha- when we were hand tabulating and we would spend hours, either you and me or you and someone else, mm-hmm. putting those in there. I mean, <laughs> those they're strange memories, but they're cool ones. <laughs> we, we we started this, Dusty, uh, 
without even doing it on spreadsheets. So the evolution was we used to do it on paper, and we would take this week's stats of the NBA and subtract them from last week's stats of the NBA so we knew which each player did that week. How many assists, how many points, how many rebounds they had. That week would be subtracting this week's year-to-date stats from last week's year-to-date stats for every player in the league. And, and I would imagine, I mean, because the NBA set up well for that, and the, I bet the NBA in fantasy does really well. You know, it doesn't really, and I'm surprised by that. And, and it does set up really well, and I, I, I've tried to explain to people, you know. What and, we and, did. And, yeah, because in the NFL, players. you know, not all players are kind of the same, and we try and get the rules to make them equal, but quarterbacks are always going to be worth more, you know. you know. Right, right. Yeah, but in, in, the, NF, in the NBA, every player basically does the same thing, right? They're all scoring, rebounding, assisting. Some do, you know... More than one. More, but or, but, but yeah. it all can even out that way. Yeah. And um, uh, so it, it really lent itself. Um, uh, I also wonder, like, you know, then I think about how much we were into the players back then when we were doing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we were drafting players like Magic Johnson, Isaiah, of course, and Larry Bird. Right. And, you know, Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing... Yeah, Clyde Drexler. We, we, yeah, we were Clyde the Glide. Yeah, uh, we were way back there. We were, yeah, and, and, and I, I think if we even went back to, like I said, before we even started um, using computers <laughs> to do our stats, so so it was all on paper. Then finally had spreadsheets. So after the spreadsheet came along, we could enter the numbers on the spreadsheet and then have that calculated out. And then later with USA Today publishing the stats online, we could actually do copy, cut, and paste into the spreadsheet. And what once From took like up. six hours, now it got down to like, you know, Or we could an do it hour. in multiple houses. It was houses. crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. We mostly did it at your house. But a couple times we did it at my house. I always wanted to do uh, a hockey fantasy league, but just could never find I can't believe we didn't ever translate into football back then because we were just as much into football when we were doing the NBA, it didn't even we didn't even think about it. Didn't even think about it. It never occurred. Never to even us. occurred to us. And it's so, because it's a one game a week thing. It's it's set up for it, you know. Versus mm-hmm. you know how many hockey games, how many base baseball right. games and in a week. That's you know? that's why I only really do fantasy football and football in general. I watch because we, I I like having the one game, you know, a sixteen game schedule. One and done. Every single game means something drastic. You win or you lose, it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, when you have baseball, I'm sure I like going to baseball games, but I'm not going to watch a baseball game. And, you know, Perfect. even if we lose, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, we're over. But and what, the, what, now, what? The, the same thing with football games, I think. You know, part of the, 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 um, the, the simplicity of it is part of the special, part of the magic. Mm-hmm. You, you have a, a, a smaller distribution. You know, it's more restricted, so it's a more special thing. So right. fantasy football season, which we're starting uh, in this league officially tonight, right, is a big deal. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm probably more into it than other people, but I've been thinking about it for weeks. Yeah, not, no, well, I'm, I'm you probably, also yeah. you also mentioned when you got over here tonight how much you're into the draft. Yeah, right, and the draft. The it, social ring, you know, and and remember how big the draft was back in the NBA days too. Yeah, yeah, you know. 
You know, now online has has kind of watered that down a little bit because we have three of us here that are going to draft. Right. You know, with seven people remote and everybody online. Yeah, it's not like when we yeah. played when we were in our that first league we were in when we did auction. Yes, and I miss auction. I miss auction. Mm-hmm. Auction was fun. And auction, I mean, you can do auction online, but auction in real gotta time. You, you got to be able yeah. to see that guy's face. Sort of, does someone have a gavel and everything? Uh, should have. Now, so you're in other leagues. Mm-hmm. You still get together on draft. Yeah, for, for my big league, I still do get together. Um, we do it every year, past eight years or so, and that's really fun because a lot of those people I haven't seen in. I only see them once a year now, right? So right. it's a good get-together in general. We've yeah. turned we've turned it from just a draft to more like I, I wish like a we, reunion. I, I wish we could we could get together and and, and do it. Um, another one of the stats I saw was about when they were talking about the size of the industry. Um, they were also looking at like how much money is being spent on draft and nights like in bars, B dubs, and, and all that, right? Because yeah. I, I know so B dubs. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Buffalo Wild Wings in their last like, earnings statement was talking about. Fantasy football parties. They like a big part. Yeah, they, they advertise. They sure do. They'll, they'll provide this for yep. you and do that, and you get a room mm-hmm. if they have it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it really just kind of does describe the whole crazy I mean, I even, this. someone who I work with now even said that last year they did a draft party at an Olive Garden. <laughs> that sounds dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost almost lost my ghetto blaster there, Dusty. <laughs> I mean, you just fall asleep after the trap. Who are these guys? I don't know. Hey, let's have it out. I, I think I think they just I think they just picked something the one place that wasn't sold out and I mean, booked solid, right? Applebee's would be okay. Right. I, 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 I can't I mean, imagine. Just I imagine the the employee at the. At the Olive Garden, gets a call on actually, Tuesday night. I wonder if they cut you off of the endless salad eventually. <laughs> <laughs> what? After after the seventh round, we're, yeah. we're stopping the breadsticks and salad. <laughs> Makes that pasta pass worthwhile. I don't know. Uh, now none of us play dailies, right? Which is a, another huge. Ad. You have, but I'm not. I mean, I've only played like maybe two weeks of it. That's right? too close to gambling for me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, I like it, the league. As it is like, and it isn't. Technically, it's right. not. They say, but it is. I like I like the the year long, the season long leagues because you kind of invest in a player. You know, you yeah. think it's more like like stock trading at that point, right? Than yeah. gambling, trading, yeah. right? Day trading, right? Exactly. Yeah. The, the daily sports yeah. is day trading, which is akin to gambling, um, right? Yeah, and stock trading is 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 more like uh, it's it's sophisticated yeah. gambling. But I gotta say, you know, like you see all the advertisements, like one of these days it's gonna be so tempting. I just might have to try it once. Or is that is that how they get you? Right? That's how they get you. Yeah, yeah. I think this. I mean, the fantasy, the the beauty to the fantasy football thing is. The way they have it set up, it can be a passive involvement. Somebody that's not you can you can get a cheat sheet. You can you know just draft best available all the way down. No, the, the, but the, the, with the the, the right. dailies, you have to really invest in like who they're up against and all do you that. Think, do you think that's also why um, fantasy baseball? Also known as rotisserie, okay, which I've never quite understood. I love the word. Um, has always been kind of its own thing. Like when people talk about fantasy sports, they they think football. Rotisserie baseball has been around for much longer, but it's probably o- since the beginning of taking stats. But yes, it, it, it's it's a statistician's game. It's not a sports right. fans game. I don't. I know lots of guys, gals that love baseball, but don't ever play rotisserie. I think it's a 
geek thing, right? Like Moneyball. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it probably is a prerequisite for all the Moneyball you know. guys. Now, we may have been that kind of geeky with the NBA because you play multiple games in a week. We have to check with our significant others. You know? What, on what? To find this, out whether we're geeky and childish and all that other stuff. Oh, well, yeah, they will definitely say so. Knobs <laughs> <laughs> and Fred would say so, yeah. <laughs> we, we have... Uh, hey, my th- son, actually, those my, are my, those my are my son's into football, and, and he doesn't watch a single game. And what? He's, in, he's into the fantasy football thing, and he doesn't ever watch a single game. He just needs to see the stats. Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't think he does Facebook, but you know, yeah. somewhere he get he's getting his info. Yeah, and you know, I don't know how he does, and I, I don't think he plays for money. I hope he doesn't. But yeah. you, you know. Uh, 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 Sugar Bear, my significant other, uh, she's been playing now a couple of years and joins these free leagues. She could really care less about watching an NFL game on a Sunday. She's the person I was referring yeah. to that watches the uniform. Yeah, she and she picks people based oh, on. I it. totally lost that, but <laughs> I thought I, I, I totally. I'm gonna, I, I when, didn't want to be when, like. No, I don't care. But when I when I go back and listen <laughs> to this, doing I'm watching have, the butts. I thought you were just watching the butts. I'm like, <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Okay. Anyway, um, uh, but it's not the first time you questioned my manualness uh, <laughs> on <laughs> podcast, <laughs> on ever. Um, uh, but certainly, if the game is on and she has a player that is playing, yeah, then she's interested. Then she's interested. Mm-hmm. So it's not mm-hmm. just on the machine. Yeah, it's you know. Yeah. yeah, that's the only way I can watch the Lions play is because I, I start every player I can against them. So if they have a good game, I'm happy that the Lions lost. Yeah. If the Lions win and my players did bad, I'm still happy. Well, you know, let, let, let's put a bit in before we have to wrap this up. Yeah, we do. About the Suicide League. Oh, yeah. I mean, Oh, crap, i got to get it in. It's so much fun, so much drama, right? Right. Pick a team. And when your team loses, you're out. Oh, like the... Um, Last man standing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing one of those in my work. Yeah. We um, just put together, yeah. So we've been in one with uh, some folks that we've known since school. And it's... How many people, uh, uh, Lefty? Could be 50. 50 people. Oh, I think they limited it wow. to 50. Last year, 50 or 60. Yeah. What's the buy, like 10? Five bucks. Five bucks? Okay. Yeah. You'll have now, to get, you'll you have to get do, them on a podcast segment. You, 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 you've got to, what, five or six I people? was down last year to, yeah, like five. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was a, a bit of a double elimination dilemma there. Ah. Uh, and it, it went really quick that week. Yeah. Because there was two people, there was two upsets. Yeah, I think it only went two more in weeks. the same week, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. do you do where if you survive, you pay an extra five and keep going? Or do you just do the five oh, no, straight no. up? Suicide. You're out. Okay. Because the one I'm doing in my work is you pay five initially, and then as, as every single week you're still in, you pay another five. Oh, that's a different type. Uh huh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. that one, you know, it that builds the you, pot. Right. Right. You build the pot quite a bit. Big time. But at the same time, if you have, you know, if everyone but you loses the first week, yeah. you want to get their splitter. That sounds like a numbers right? game that we used to play at uh-huh. the old shoe store. Um. Hmm. Off the lotto. Oh, okay. Hmm. It would be in uh, the the mail order room. Yeah. The, the, the stats. Remember right. that? Yes. Yeah. 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 So. All right. Um, 
Unless there's anything more to add, we'll wrap it up and get on with our draft. Yeah, it's enjoyable, but i got to start studying. I just, <laughs> I just missed one auto-draft. Oh, I've been auto-drafting this whole segment. Yeah, pick what did I end yeah, up pick with? luck? No, I, I didn't get luck. I got... Uh, Melvin Gordon. I got uh, Derrick Henry. What uh, round? I got uh, Derrick Henry in the seventh. Seventh. Yeah. That's seventh good. Round. That's good. It was an auto-pick. That's why. That's fine. Uh, yeah, it ended up being auto-pick. And Christian McCaffrey was my first pick. Overall what? Oh, overall two? What? Is that what it yeah, was? Two, you two, think? Two, yeah. And then I ended up with, who did I end up Latavius Murray, and I won't bore the rest of the crew with yeah, this. Yeah, all right. All right, well, yeah, here's to a good season for everybody. Good luck, and we're out. Go Lions. Because, baby. Cause baby, I hate you Cause baby